This weekend's UFC 262 is sure to be a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a huge shot at cast prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, standard the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and much, much more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code TBPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions, they apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Yeah, you can you can get points for like head smash or there, there were some terms in there I didn't fully understand, but I mean head smash I understand that kind of says it all, but the terms I didn't understand were a little more esoteric than that I think. Right. Okay. Uh, how are you doing today? You look nice. That's your that's your fancy shirt. Thank you, William. I I feel horrible. <laughs> Care to elaborate on that? I cannot believe I'm going on vacation. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I hear you. I slept in almost till eight today. Anyway, we gotta we gotta start doing this thing here. Okay, I'm ready. Simon, are are you ready to? Oh wait, no, you do the intro, right? When we're remote. Uh, that's right. That's There's going to be quite a lot of loud train, and I, can you hear the music playing on the street? Not really. Okay. Well, the jams are, are definitely flowing. Um, <laughs> hopefully our, our listeners enjoy... I don't know what this genre is, but <laughs> I, I hope that they enjoy it. <laughs> I know I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's summertime, baby. Uh, okay, folks. You better welcome back to another episode of Maybe Next Time. I am your host, William Lord, my co-host, Simon McCormack. Nets Nation, we've got the three musketeers here playing all for one and one for all. We are back as we are each and every unrelenting week to talk all things Nets Nation. And as Simon alluded to, Nets Nation just got a little more populous. <laughs> That's right. Still no Chioza. Still no Chioza. We may, <laughs> we may have a, a permanent Chioza replacement in old Mikey James. <laughs> It is so funny. We've already talked about this, but or maybe, I don't think on the podcast, but it's very funny. They got like an exact facsimile to replace him. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, there, I thought Chioza was a one-on-one, but there is a guy who is <laughs> out of the Greek League looking for a new home. <laughs> Still very curious to know what was so scandalous about what Mike <laughs> James did over there. but Yeah, there's still coverage of that. I don't know if you saw there was another coach that said something cryptic. Okay, interesting. Well, folks, uh, listeners, friends, I think we can call our listeners friends at this point. Oh, yes, very close friends. Ex- the kind of friends you could crash on the couch of. Sure, yeah, the kind that you're, you're like... Hey, I know it's COVID, but I'm willing to share some guacamole with you because I trust you that much. <laughs> Absolutely. Lick the inside of my mouth. <laughs> Send some airborne particles my way. <laughs> my mouth is your mouth, Nets Nation. <laughs> Nets Nation, let's all share a mouth. <laughs> You've heard us speaking with one voice? Well, we're one mouth. We're one big old mouth now, team. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, uh, collective mouth. We've got, (laughs) as we always do, a a banger of a show this week. Yeah. We are going to... I wanted to start off with some banter, but I feel like we've been bantering fine. We've we've had a lot of we've banter. Had I, I love that you you had uh, slotted out I some put time a bull- for banter. My first bullet point was banter. I feel like we got off the banter recently. We got to get back on the banter banter wagon. Yeah, people love it. I got to have the banter. Th- that we're checking that off. So, listeners, if you were just here for the banter, you can just stop listening now. Okay, <laughs> and turn and it rewind off. and listen. Yeah, yeah and listen rewind, again. re-listen, rate, review, five star, five star. <laughs> There's a pretty good bit about one mouth. Yeah, in there. <laughs> and how you and me <laughs> and Simon are all part of that mouth, <laughs> and we're licking it. <laughs> Looking it together. <laughs> together. <laughs> All right. So so check the banter off. We've got we're gonna take a walk down memory lane, Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a year in review style thing. I haven't really told you about this, but we are. We got a headline of the week that's gonna turn into a theme. Uh we're of course gonna talk about how this season could end up. We would be remiss not to. We've got a fighting chance at number one. Um, and then I wanted to talk about the ESPN future rankings uh, towards the end of the cast, Simon. Maybe a little little Spencer Dinwiddie as well. Oh, very nice. So uh, we're now through. You can check off banter and you can check off table of contents. Mm. Which I know is critical for these. Now, yeah. uh, of course... In the episode notes, none of this will be time-stamped, so you're just going to have to use (laughs) your intuition to figure out if you want to skip to, say, the headline of a week into a theme bit. I would guess guess that's about 12 minutes from now, but I have no way of knowing that. Right. And the fun thing is, since we're all one mouth, neither do you. That's right, Nets Nation. You've got no idea. We've got no idea. <laughs> so our first segment, Simon, is a walk to remember the Mandy Moore <laughs> classic. <laughs> you and me saw that movie in the theaters, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Yes. 
at the time, I was, I guess I still am to an extent, I was a big M.M. fan. That cannot be true. I don't think you knew who she was. Did, oh, you, there's no way you were a Mandy Moore. Almost fan. certainly not, but it, <laughs> in my extremely flawed memory, I was a huge Mandy Moore fan. Maybe okay. after that movie, I became a big Mandy Moore fan. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'd have to go back and read your review in the Albuquerque Journal to really know how we felt at the time. In the Albuquerque Journal's youth page, to, to be <laughs> right. totally accurate. The, the page they handed over to the high schoolers. Right. Um, that was your. That was before you were a blue checkmark media darling. <laughs> That's right. That, I, I cut my teeth watching Mandy Moore while the... <laughs> Preteens in front of us passed us back the health phone, which had a, an insult written on it. What did it say? What mean thing did it say? It was it like, say you guys us? are dorks or something like that. Which is, I mean, they could have used a lot harsher words. Yeah, for two, and maybe, uh, you know, in retrospect, hearing that, that kind of sounds like flirting. I don't think it was flirting. It was? Okay. Okay. All I right. think it was genuine disdain. <laughs> <laughs> Just like these people are such big nerds that they need to read about it on my cell phone, which it was probably written in like numbers and not even not even text at the time. Cell phones yeah, they, were not an advanced technology at the time. No, no, it was not a smartphone that we were handed. No, it's like a pager. Um, <laughs> all right, so we are. This segment, Simon, is a walk. To remember, nets who have come, nets who have gone. So I am going to go through all the nets that all the p- players who were on the nets at one point this season oh my and God. are no longer on the nets. That's about 10 guys. Wow. And I want you to just give me your fondest memory, whatever comes to mind when you hear this name. Some of them are going to be bigger names, beloved figures who we have discussed at length. At least one of these guys, I would be surprised if you <laughs> remember them having been on this team. Okay. So I'm going to start <laughs> off, and this is just a, sort of an homage to this season, right? To the season uh-huh. gone by. And if you don't stop to think about it, you might not even remember that some of these guys were part of this uh, potentially championship-winning team. So I think it's important that we do this sort of work. All right. Uh, first guy, big guy. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. You in particular. I'm not actually a big fan of his. Uh, Karis LeVert. <laughs> right. You're an enemy. Uh, Frenemy. Karis LeVert, my thoughts. Um, one-time favorite net. Uh, let's just let's just leave it at that. Thanks, thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. He's been playing well, I, I hear, in Indiana recently. He's he's doing a lot better than Oladipo, huh? <laughs> yeah, Houston uh, really did not choose wisely there. Um, all right, so first net, Karis LeVert. You know, I I. Do you think that we would be a better team had we uh, kept him? And, and not gotten James Harden. Sorry, and not gotten James Harden. <laughs> Simon, how can we expect our listeners to care when you're deeply yawning at my questions? 
<laughs> I, I had our collective mouth open on that one. <laughs> our collective mouth was yawning there in a big, <laughs> big way. Uh, um, all right, forget it. Who cares? Karis LeVert, he's not one of the funny ones on this list. We'll move on. He was a fine net. He's obviously James Harden is a huge upgrade. It's worth it to get rid of Karis LeVert. I don't think he's ever going to be the all-star people think he might somehow become, but I wish him uh, the best. I hope he stays healthy and uh, bon voyage. Next one is a slightly deeper cut, Simon. <laughs> and he's a guy mm-hmm. we liked. We were hot, hot, hot for this guy, but I... He wasn't around long. Andre Roberson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah we we should not be professional NBA uh, <laughs> scouts and GMs. We had an easy solution for the for the defensive woes of this team, and that was plug and play. Andre Roberson, go. Um, yeah. That guy didn't just didn't get a lot of minutes. I feel like he wasn't given the chance, the, an opportunity, really, to succeed. But I will say that I don't believe any other team has picked him up since we waived him. So he might be onto something. Next guy, another guy I like a lot, Norvell Pell. Oh, yeah, Norvell Pell. What's your fondest Norvell Pell memory? Is he the one? <laughs> all it, all great memories begin with. Is he the one? <laughs> Was he the like block specialist? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I honestly didn't really like him. He, he looked like he had basically no knowledge of how to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had high hopes for Norvell. We didn't get a lot out of Norvell. Next guy. <laughs> Jared Allen. Oh yeah. <laughs> How's he doing? Yeah. Okay. This the whole. I'm saying the names, and you're you're supposed to. Oh. Oh well. Sometimes you do it. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> Daddy O. Daddy O. I really wish Jared was still on this team. Um, Me too. Know. Do you think he's going to get a big old contract next year? I don't know. I it depends what you mean by big. I, I think he'll probably twenty million get, or more. I don't think he's gonna get twenty million. I think he'll get around like fifteen. Would be my guess. That seems like a pretty fair price to pay for that guy. I'd say I I think he's widely considered a top ten, maybe ten, tenth best center in the NBA. Wow, sir. Yeah. Um. All right, Rojans Kuruts. Oh, yeah. I always remember that first year when he was good. Right. He was very exciting. He he played in a style all his own. He was a, <laughs> a, a stick of dynamite out there. Uh, sometimes it was glorious. There were steals. There were, there were slashes to the hoop. At other times, it was truly erratic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Iman Shumpert. Oh God! Another um, guy we pegged as a savior, right? Um, I would I would say underutilized. Um, uh, you know, I I I I think I like that guy more than maybe anyone. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Shump fan. Okay, this is the guy I got. I'm going to be totally frank with you. I basically don't remember this person being on the team. <laughs> Tyler Cook. Tyler Cook. That's not <laughs> ringing a bell for me either. 
Listeners, if you have a better memory of who or what Tyler Cook was, please <laughs> hit us up. Would love a refresher. Not willing. I, I I wouldn't love it so much that I'm willing to type in the nine characters of his name to find out who or what he what he was. But if you could send us a message to maybe next time at gmail.com. I feel like that'd be the most efficient way to learn more about Tyler Cook. <laughs> yeah. Help us. All right. Next guy, big fan of, and it didn't work out, Noah Vonley. Uh, what do you got for, for me on Noah? I, I can't remember a single thing he did on the net. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A guy I know. This is a great segment. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't really remember him. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a guy. That's a name. What's he doing? Uh, Torian Prince. Uh, You've got thoughts on Torian. Yes, I am so glad he's not on our team. <laughs> uh, yeah, good riddance. Yeah, same. And I don't think uh, this guy actually logged a minute because I think he was part of the Bruce Brown train uh, trade. Oh, uh-huh. But I wanted to mention him uh, just because I think he's funny. Jean and Musa. <laughs> Our last first round pick, Jean and Musa. Yeah. Um, I think. What's your favorite memory of the Bosnian bomber? <laughs> My favorite thing are the. There's at least two. Maybe it's just the one that just keeps getting reposted. But I think there may be as many as two low light packages. <laughs> Of of his uh, ignominious career with the Nets. <laughs> yes, there is no better word to describe his tenure than ignominious. <laughs> it's it's a great word. Not many situations call for its use, but John and Muse's play on the Brooklyn Nets absolutely warrants that title, that that label. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was. It's like kind of sad how bad he was. He was so bad, and I kept believing. I, I was like, <laughs> Sean Marks is a genius drafter. He was picked before Kurutz, who was like kind of good at times. Yeah. So surely it's just like he's so super young. Right. Uh, they still haven't been able to straighten out the old hunchback thing, and they're <laughs> working on it, and then all problems will go away. But it just never ever clicked for him. Uh, he's he's washed from the league, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You 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 really can't hear that music. Oh, I guess I can. I, yeah, I, I, I don't mean, know it, what I... it's it's loud. It is loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, this started right around my lunch break, and now it's close to seven p.m. So. <laughs> Oh, Again, boy. listeners, if you know anything about Tyler Cook or what the genre of this music is, <laughs> write us at maybe not time at gmail.com. All right. Thank you, Simon. That was our trip down memory lane. Yes. Um, really easy to forget a lot of those guys ever, ever had a, a stint on this team. Yes. I think yes. accepting... Karis, Jarrett, and uh, Torian. Right. You can't forget Torian. Yeah. 
All right. So, Simon, headline of the week. The Brooklyn Nets could rename the Barclays Center amid Joe Psy push. So they are talking about renaming, I imagine, for monetary reasons. They think they can get, uh, you know, a bigger sponsorship sort of deal going here. Yeah, yeah. Um, So what we wanted to do uh, as sort of a theme here was come up with what we would want to rename Barclays Center. Okay, okay. So what do you got for me? Okay, William. I think it is I do, this isn't actually a good one, but it says this kernels of something good. Okay. That's what I've got for you. Yeah. Hey. Uh, from, from from our mouth to our mouth. I'm <laughs> I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> so, here's what our collective From mouth our licking mouth to our licking mouth. <laughs> Um, I licked my lips when you said that. It got me so, uh... I know, I know. It was, I wish, I hope people can hear it. I hope it came across in the microphone, Mm. but... Ooh, okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) this is, I think it's It's a very funny... mouth. (laughs) I think, William, that the funniest name... To ever exist, and, and the funniest story of an arena naming um, the poopy uh, event. No, no, was uh, wise guys pies. Yeah, I, 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 so, I thought about that a little bit. Yeah, but explain wanna, what that I, is. Let's just. I want to bring it back to Bar. To, I want to bring it to Barclays Center. Wise guys pies. Okay, they were a store in Albuquerque, a restaurant in Albuquerque. I think had one to maybe two locations, mm-hmm. an extremely new company, and they secured the naming rights to Albuquerque's beloved um, pit, the right. pit. One of the most iconic college sport basketball stadiums in the country. Top five most iconic, the pit. Right. It, it, it sells is one its of the... naming rights to Wise Guys Pies. <laughs> in... Basically, the naming rights equivalent of a um, of a um, what are those subprime contra- mortgage? Subprime, exactly. <laughs> a su- a subprime mortgage contract where they they basically paid no money up front, and then like in like a year or two, they were supposed to pony up like millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was a five year, five million dollar contract. The first year was a hundred thousand dollars. The second year was three hundred thousand. Then it was like two million a year after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but luckily for old wise guys, the thing went bankrupt well before they ever had to pay any of the money. <laughs> they, they had bigger issues than their idiotic decision to spend millions of dollars on a, an arena name. Um, it was, I, I just want to say, William and I and my dad and I think many, many um, Lobo watchers were quick, were quick to recognize this was an obviously doomed plan from the very start. I don't, I honestly don't know. It's one of those situations where, like, you don't know if everyone felt that way and they were just sort of, you know, 
going along with it, or if there was a a like small coterie of true idiots. Yeah, who thought I mean, work out. it feels like very very traditional Albuquerque grift going on, like the athletic <laughs> director or the dean or whoever makes that call clearly got way more than the pit got for those <laughs> for those naming rights. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's just it's just so obviously fraudulent that yeah. that a basically uh, like company that clearly had no assets and was going to go bankrupt could quote unquote have the have the naming rights for five million dollars, which we're never going to get paid. Exactly. Uh, great. Okay, so you want you want a southwestern criminal enterprise that is now bankrupt to to name uh, the Barclays <laughs> after? Yes. Great, great. That's a really good one. Uh, my my first one, and then I have some runners up. But my idea, the winner of my uh, naming competition, was Fortress of Solitude. Oh, okay. So, as you know, Simon, I'm not a huge comic book fan. Yes, but, that is uh, an understatement. Yeah, yeah. But I had heard of the Fortress of Solitude. Like I knew, like I knew that that's like an expression, right? Yep. I didn't know what it was, so I looked it up. And the Fortress of Solitude. Do you know what it is? It's like where Superman goes or something. Yeah, it's a fictional fortress appearing in American comic books published by DC. Com- yeah, right into the mic if you could. Um, <laughs> Luckily, we don't share a nose because, good God, luckily we don't share a nose, Nets Nation, because that thing is getting blown right now. Oh, Nets Nation, I'm sick. No, I'm not sick. Okay. It's just anyway, uh, it's a fictional fortress that appears in comic books published by DC Comics, common, commonly in association with Superman. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, The reason why I thought Fortress of Solitude was a good name was because of the... And maybe this will change next season when everyone's let back in and and the big three are, are stars, but oftentimes it is a wildly unpopulated arena. Yeah. Yeah, even in non-COVID times. Right. So... Yeah, certainly now, but that's understandable. But it didn't feel that different when they let 25% into some games I've been at in Barclays. <laughs> uh, runners up for me, Simon? Yes. Uh, first one was a, a Claire came up with it. I got to give a, a tip of the hat there. Uh, Nets Arita. So it's sponsored by the Aritas of Budweiser. Right. Yes. Um, and we call it a Nets Arita. Perfect. Um, another runner-up for me, Rusty Turtle Soup, because because <laughs> I call it the Rusty Turtle. I claim others do. I must have read it somewhere. Uh, somebody calls it the Rusty Turtle, but you also brought up Turtle Soup recently in some situation. Right. Uh, maybe like not having turtle soup for some reason. Um, yeah, exactly. So anyway, I thought rusty turtle soup would be a fun one. Uh, and final one. Oh, this one's even worse if you can imagine than that. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, I have this fun soundtrack to back it all up. Um, Nathan's Nate. What? Nathan's doggy. <laughs> 
I, really? Is that what I wrote? <laughs> so, like, a Nathan's... Nathan Hot Dog is the sponsor, I guess, of that one. Because uh-huh. <laughs> it's Nathan's sort of... Nathan's <laughs> Dougie. <laughs> hey, where are you going tonight? Nathan's Dougie for a basketball game. <laughs> Any runners-up for you? Bro. Any runners-up for you? Uh... No. Okay. Thank. <laughs> we'll move on to more substantive material here. Yeah, let's get serious. Yeah. So, Nets have two, not one, Simon, but two more games. Yes. If they win them both, very real possibility, especially considering the big three are coming back, and Philly loses both their games, we will get the number one seed. Now, that is not terribly likely to happen. No, they play Orlando at home twice. Yeah. (laughs) It would take a total collapse for that to happen. Um, So let's assume we're probably not getting the number one spot. Uh, We will, will be playing either the Celtics or the Pacers. Yeah, or, right, it could be anyone, because it could be 9 or 10, right? Because they're in the play-in. Yes. Uh, no, but we, we're probably going to get second. So we're going to get the winner of that game, the the 7-8 game. Oh, I thought that the game, I thought that the way it worked is the 10 plays the 7. No, and no, then... no, 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 no. What happens is 7 and 8 play each other, and the okay. winner is 7th. And then whoever loses that game gets to play the winner of the 9-10 game. Oh, I see. Yeah, so basically the 7 and 8 get a chance to lose twice. Right, right. um, And the other team is single elimination. The 9-10 is single elimination. Oh, okay. So right now it would be either the Celtics or the Pacers. The Celtics are without Brown, Jalen Brown. Oh, right. Boogie Dan Brown. Yeah, he's out for the season. Uh, They recently lost uh, almost impossibly to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are, uh, I think, over – I forget what the exact stat is, but it's something like over the last two months have lost by an average of 20 points a game, (laughs) uh, which is unprecedented in, in NBA history. Um, so they are one of the premier tanking teams, literally of all time, and uh, <laughs> Celtics managed to lose to them. Um, who are you? Who would you rather face, the Celtics or the Pacers? Oh, sorry, um, it's not the Pacers. It's not the Pacers. It's the Hornets. The Hornets. Yeah, the yeah, Celtics. Celtics are the Hornets. Sorry, I, I, I apologize. I'd rather play the Hornets. Um, they're very young. Uh, you know, I I I do think that that uh, you know Tatum would still pose an issue. Marcus Smart would pose an issue. They're a, they're a pretty physical team, um, and I just feel like yeah, the the Hornets are are kind of. Um, I, I, I don't know. They just have the makings of a team that is not going to last in the play. They're kind of like, they're kind of like uh, two years ago's Nets. Yeah, you know, they're they're a feel good story. 
they're kind of overachieving a little bit, but they're not probably going to do much in the playoffs. No, I mean, I guess I'm a, I think that they're both trash. No, neither of those teams are going to be a problem for the Nets in the first round. Uh, Celtics are absolutely miserable. They're completely falling apart. They lost their second best player. Um, They like they are one of those teams which is going to undergo. I mean, you know, barring a a massive turnaround here um, at the Nets' expense, are going to undergo a massive shakeup this offseason. Hmm. Um, and I doubt many of the players on that team are going to be there there next season. So, I think we're. I think honestly, I think first round. If we can avoid, if we can avoid the Heat, we're we're good. How close are the Bucks to uh, potentially catching us? We're one game. Okay, that's that's the scary bit. Yeah, and they, and they have the tiebreaker. Right. That is the scary part. We really need to avoid <laughs> the Miami Heat in uh, in round one. Yeah. Or, frankly, the Knicks or the Hawks. I think both of those teams are decent. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely decent. But I, I, I would say I would rank the Heat way above that. Now, the Heat are right now in fifth. So right now we would play the Knicks, but they're like neck and neck. They have the same exact record, in fact, the Heat yeah. and the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fascinating to see how uh, how all this plays out. Um, but let's look to the future, if you if you don't mind. Simon. I love to look in the future. Anything but the present. <laughs> the ESPN <laughs> just did their future rankings. Uh-oh. Did you see this? Yes, and the future is bright. Uh, the future is bright, bright, bright. <laughs> bright is night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is good nonsensical rhyming. Yeah, William. that. Yeah, it's very. Uh, yeah, paradoxical. Okay, okay. Anyway, we gotta we gotta focus here, Simon. We we we've already checked the banter off the list. We can't engage in that sort of thing. <laughs> okay. Nets, first and future rankings. The rankings are based on where teams stand in a variety of categories, including players, management, money, market, and draft picks. No surprise, the Nets rank number one in players and number 30 in draft picks. (laughs) (laughs) So you've heard about this. You've seen the you've seen the, the rankings. What do you think? Are, are are the Nets really the the brightest future team in the in the league? Um, I don't know. I mean, when I think future, I guess they're just doing the first three years, like the next three years, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I that sounds good. I mean, I I would still think like, I don't know, maybe like the Lakers could be higher, or because they they've locked in there too. Stars yeah. for for a bit, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know your Sixers, my. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, it's 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 nice to see uh, the draft picks thing, as you noted, is is pretty. You know, that's that's always the sort of elephant in the room when you talk about the Nets' future is a totally um, empty cupboard. Uh, I mean, or as empty as it you can. Uh, be 
it within the rules of the NBA. Right. Uh, um, so literally as empty as can be if we are thirtieth in that ranking. Right. Right. So that is, you know, <clears throat> but I don't know. I mean, yeah, for two or three, I mean, three seems kind of pushing it. <laughs> right. But, but for yeah, maybe one to three more years, it's 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 an exciting time to to yeah. I mean, it, it's just watching James Harden like we did um, the other night. It, it I mean, the the team is is incredible um, with just him and Durant. So, yeah. So we were at the Spurs game live at Barclays center. Uh, check out our Instagram. If you want some, some images from that, uh, what was for you, the best part of seeing James Harden live? Uh, I liked his nifty passes. I liked, uh, I did the, too. I think the passing was the thing that stood out the most to me. Yeah. The one where he launched a, a pass from like half court, down to Jeff Green, who was like streaking to the basket. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a sick one. <laughs> <laughs> Next I also, fifth, I also like love, yeah. Hey, uh, fellow mouthers, <laughs> let, let us know what you think. I liked his post game interview too, when he was just sort of leaning on the the stanchion or whatever you call the thing, uh-huh. the, the base of the hoop. And they asked him, you know, like whatever the first question was and his he was like like yeah i'm just really good at basketball like i don't know like <laughs> what to tell you just really good at this um yeah i think of the of the future rankings thing the thing that stood out to me as as a little perhaps underrating the nets was that management was eighth yeah so I'm not sure if management is a, a combination of ownership and GM or if it's more GM. But for me, I, like I know, so, you know, we often we often dump on Sean Marks, um, even though we both really think he's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of many GMs in the league that have done anything even close to as impressive as what Sean, I mean, Sean Marks inherited the worst team in the NBA. Yep. Uh, and within four years turned it into a destination location for three of the biggest stars in the entire league yeah. with like, you know, legitimate hopes of winning a championship. So right, and- uh, what, what more do you want? And plus we have, I think the second or third, definitely top five richest owners. So if owners are included, you know, like from a wealth perspective, he's certainly right up there at the top, like Balmer's number one by quite a lot, I think, but then he's pretty close to the next he's like third or something. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, um, I mean, the, the China cracking down on the, um, Monopoly Alibaba ant thing is, is not good, uh, for, for his wealth. Probably good for China. <laughs> um, but terrible for Nets basketball. But, but yeah, and, and willingness to spend that money, right? Like, um, like, did you know for, oh, here's something interesting. Speaking, yeah, a willingness to spend it. We have a massive, massive payroll. Um, that's the sort of thing that happens when you have three max players um, who are pretty old, who are, you know, two of whom are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But like, did you did you know that the Memphis owner is actually really rich? Well, I mean, they're all really rich, but like, is like a top top five. I, yeah, I I do think I heard that in uh, from Chris Vernon or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like it's not just having a lot of money. It's like Cy is is putting it out there. Right. He's willing to spend, spend, spend. Mm-hmm. Um, like, can you think of? Can you think of an organ like a GM in the league who is is definitely better than Sean Marks? Uh, like who are who are other? I guess people like Pat Riley quite a lot. The um uh Ojiri who the oh, um Mas- uh, Masai, Masai. yeah Raptors Ujiri, yeah. guy. I think he's uh, probably better in in terms of you know accomplishments or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he got that that <coughs> championship. Yeah. But, but anyway, but it's a small list. Yeah, like yeah, are, I agree. There I are totally a, agree a with bunch you. of organizations that have that can boast what the Nets have have been able to accomplish in this quick amount of time. Yes, totally. Um all right, so yeah, it's a it's a very different feeling um to be ranked that highly. Uh, and I guess good. Although I don't know what to do with it. You know, like it's, it's just such a novel experience to be like, yeah, this is the best team, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the, I, whole, I mean right. the whole reason we got into this was because it was, they were the very opposite of that. Right. Exactly. Uh, and had no stars and had no attention. Right. Right. They had Brooke Lopez and Bogdanovich. Oh, that's true. Brooke. I forgot about Brooke. Yeah. Uh, All right. Spencer Dinwiddie says he is almost certainly going to opt out. Is this news? Um, I, to me, it was, it was, I wouldn't have like bet my life that he was going to, to um, opt out because of his injury. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought that there was a chance that he that he would opt in, um, take the surefire, whatever it is, fourteen million or something. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm also certainly not surprised. Will you miss him? Will I miss him? Um, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I, I, um. You know, we, we've had our, our, our quibbles with him. Uh, I, th- I think maybe you a bit more than me, but, you know, he has some irritating qualities. I agree with you on that. But, um, you know, he's a, he's a, one of the core nets and, uh, you know, had some, some exciting games. He, you know, was, um, you know, a part of a lot of good nets memories. And I guess we're required at this point to ask the question, uh, is he coming back for the playoffs? Yeah, well, um, I... In the quickest recovery from that injury of all time. <laughs> right. Well, he did you see that he said he, he thinks he could be back by June? Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, I saw that he thought he could come back. I didn't know the date. Yeah, he's, he said he's hopeful that he could return in, like, late June. But Steve Nash and Sean Marks have both said, like, I don't think he's going to play. Right. So. That would be a, a wild piece to try to integrate at this point. Yeah. But 
Steve Nash has proven quite adept at integrating. Uh, I forget what it was, but it's like over thirty different starting lineups. I think he said. <laughs> Which, yeah, over thirty exactly. That's a that's a big number when you have seventy two games in a season. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about Steve Nash, Coach of the Year? Uh, I don't think he should be coach of the year um, because he is coaching a team with a lot of star power. But that star power, as we've mentioned, has been missing. I I, I think he's like top. I think he deserves to be, for this season, top ten. Okay. That's generous. (laughs) For one of your all-time idols. No, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, he's been great. It's, it's just like the expectations of this team were already extremely high, and he he has met them. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he's done it in the face of rampant injury and yeah. personal. Days. No, it's true. To- totally true. Um, yeah, I I think he is. I think if this year's any indication, he is an upper echelon NBA coach. Yeah, I I I. It's so difficult to say whether a coach is good or not. Yes. But um, from the limited exposure to Steve Nash, it would seem like the players really, really respect him. And he seems to get a lot out of a a team that has really not had any consistency um, throughout the season in terms of who's available. Yes. So, So I don't know. Maybe... Should our should our mouth give a tip of the hat to Steve Nash? <laughs> yeah, give it to him, mouth. <laughs> give him an old tipster. All right, <laughs> Simon, why don't you let people know how to reach out to us? Folks, take your mouth <laughs> and repeat after me. Uh, send an email uh, to us with your thoughts, comments, questions, mouth shape, maybe a picture of your mouth. Mouth feel, mouth feel, mouth feel. De- describe how your mouth feels. Mm. Um, and <laughs> don't do anything you don't feel comfortable with on that. Right? No, absolutely uh, not. <laughs> it's maybe next time at gmail.com. Keep it comfortable, uh, folks. Keep it comfortable. Keep it comfortable. Keep it comfortable and safe. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time at gmail.com follow us or send us uh, messages um, via Twitter or Instagram at maybe next time and as William mentioned earlier we love love those five star reviews mm. please put them wherever you can leave a review leave it um, uh, please with, with five stars or the highest possible number of stars right if you're on a platform that does a six star thing give us six stars sure um if it's just a star or not star like a favorite sort of option favorite us yeah good point right it's not too much to ask you know no we've all been we've all been hanging out in the same mouth for 47 minutes and five seconds (laughs) exactly you've been you've been entertained now pay up (laughs) (laughs) all right Folks, thank you very, 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 very much for listening to us today. Let's hope that the Nets get through it. Our next podcast next weekend will hopefully be 
a first round preview, maybe with special guests. We don't know. We're definitely going to do something with the Bucks guy if uh, if it gets to a Bucks Nets matchup. We know that much. Well, the Bucks guy of the basketball of podcast the basketball network. podcast network, yeah. Not the one guy who likes the Bucks, though there <laughs> probably aren't that many more. They would actually, they would be good candidates for the Fortress of Solitude, <laughs> which, as we all know, is a DC comic book creation. I'm a DC yeah. guy. Yeah, I like uh, Marvel. No, but I love Batman, so I guess I'm DC. What? I think I think they're both. I think they both have their their. <laughs> What? I don't I know. They're they're, they're, cool. they're they're good points. Who is Wolverine a part of? He is X Men, which is Marvel. Oh, okay. I might be a Marvel guy after all. <laughs> this is great. Adamantian this... claws. <laughs> That's a really hard metal. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Uh, were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles part of either universe? I don't... I They must be, but I don't know what their, um, what their affiliation is. Okay. Um, if you know, listener, let us, let us know, because we, we, we'd sure as heck be interested. Uh, but we'll also, for the sake of time and, you know, whatever else we're thinking of right now we'll, we'll let you go and we'll we'll go ahead and say <laughs> that we're gonna go ahead and uh, see ya next time i was tired of my lady we'd been together too long like a worn out recording of a favorite song so while she lay there sleeping i read the paper in bed the personal columns There was this letter I read